would. Um, we had two things to do. We'll do it after this. Remember? Okay, it's okay. We'll do it later. All right, so um, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3.3, 3, Mom, uh, Paul said, you are, you are our letter written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Have mercy on us all up on this stage, Jesus. <laughs> Being manifested that you are a letter of Christ cared for by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. This morning, we want to remix that good. Uh, the, the, and tell of the, the we want to read of you the tablets of the, the, um, the testaments of Carolyn Johnson this morning. Uh, we're going to just talk just a little bit of the things that we have learned from her. But I want you to listen this morning for three things. Number one, I want you to listen for aspiration. If you are a mom or if you want to be a mom, you want to aspire. I'm telling you, the tablets of Carolyn Johnson are something to aspire to. Number two, I want you to listen for inspiration. Maybe it's something that you need to do a little differently or do a little better or stop doing or change. Of course, the last one is for listening for conviction. That good? The Lord never condemns us, but he always promotes and pushes us to change. So let us be the, the testaments, if we would, allow us, Mom, at least one thing that we have learned from our mom, and uh, we're gonna have Chris scripture to back it up, and uh, and it's gonna be. I know she hears her saying, "Oh Lord," <laughs> we're gonna rise up and call you blessed this morning. That all right? Let's start with the baby. Matthew is the baby. I'm not. I, I'm the baby girl. Okay. Um, whew. When you asked us about this, of course, you know you get so many lessons from mom I call her mom um, from day one I've not called her mother-in-law she's always been mom or my mom in love but I'm going to go to Titus 2 3 and 5 and it said likewise with female elders lead them into lives free from gossip and drunkenness and to be teachers of beautiful things this will enable them to teach the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, and to be self-controlled and pure, taking care of their household and being devoted to their husbands. By doing these things, the word of God will not be discredited. And one of the things that mom has taught me, um, the first thing that leaped out of my spirit was one, growing up, I had um, my mom, I had my aunt who served as a mom, and discipline was different. Uh, a lot of times we would be disciplined and you wouldn't be explained to thoroughly why you were getting the punishment that you were getting. And it came a time um, after I had Siani, and Siani was going through her testimonial stage of twos and threes, and 
it was like I was having to spank her every single day. And I was like, Lord Jesus, this ain't right. So I talked to mom and mom said to me, you know, you, you have to remind your children that you, your voice has to be God's voice. And so I said, okay. She said, when you tell her to stop, she needs to stop. It could be between life and death. And so one day I disciplined her, and then the next, maybe a couple days later, I was on the phone and I was talking to you and I was saying, Mom, she's like, you know, this is what happened. And I had to spank her and I was crying. And you said, it's okay. It's okay. What I need you to remember is that discipline is not torture. Because Siani came into the room while we were on the phone and I said to her something along the lines of, you know, remember you got a spanking the other day because you was so-and-so-and-so. And I was calling myself disciplining her with, without spanking her again, but reminding her of like the torture that you'll get <laughs> if you do it, you know. And so mom said, I need you to remember that discipline doesn't have to be torture. That once you've handed down correction, you don't talk down to or constantly remind your children of their wrongdoing. You love them and you let them know that they're loved. And you don't dwell in punishment, but you move forward. And then she gave me Ephesians 6 and 4. And it said, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And I know that that has been something that I have stood on because I was not brought up that way. You got a spanking or you got punished and you were sent away. But because of the way that you have taught me to discipline them with love, I can discipline my kids and they turn around and they love me even more. And that has changed my life. Um, so much so that even when I'm disciplined, even by you, I know that it's coming from a place of love. I know that it is something that doesn't feel good to you like it didn't feel good when I had to spank Siani, but that it's needed and that God doesn't discipline those who don't love, he doesn't love. So I know when I'm disciplined by you that I'm loved, but I also know that I don't have to sit back and worry that you're going to torture me with it later on. <laughs> Praise God. So I thank you, I love you, and that is just, one of the things that I can attest to from the book of Carolyn Ann Johnson. Ready to be next. Ready, ready, and they have spoken. All right, all right. Good morning, Metro. Um, I want to start out by honoring Lady Carolyn with um, this uh, verse from 2 Corinthians 9 and 7. And it says, uh, each one must give as, he's as he has decided in his heart reluctantly or under compulsion uh, for God loves a cheerful giver and if anyone knows Lady Carolyn she is a cheerful giver um, whether it's goods that she bring to give to someone whether it's a positive attitude a word of encouragement Lady Carolyn's a giver she inspires me because at one time when I was a giver that stopped giving you know time and energy those things can be spent they can be taxing and when I look at her and how she does it, it, it helps me to know that's a good thing to do. Um, she gave me my name, Sir Frederick Chauncey Brown. So I'm thankful for that. And she also gave me her love and support for me marrying her daughter, Tiffany Carol Brown. <laughs> Thank you for giving 
me the gift of giving from learning from you. I love you and thank you for being a part. Let me be a part of this family. I'm starting to study. Okay. <laughs> You almost got to you. <laughs> uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, it is a beautiful day to be alive, a beautiful day to be above ground. Uh, I want to take a, a second and, and uh, honor the woman that sticks by my side, the woman that, is, that always gives her last, the woman that goes the extra mile to make sure that that my kids have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I want to honor the woman who cleans up all the messes in the doggone house all the time <laughs> and, uh, and does it with, with a heart of just because, just because I want to honor my wife this morning, the uh, mother of my kids. Can I do that? Can you put your hands together? For the woman who butters my biscuits, yeah, yes she does. Sauce my roast beef, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. My wife told you, happy Mother's Day, baby. Um, my mom, my mother, Carolyn Johnson. I was thinking of an attribute that, that uh, Carolyn Johnson uh, has given to me. I had to think about it. And I, I thought, but Freddie B took mine. He's, he said generosity, you know, she's always giving. Yeah. But uh, her courage, my mom has an extreme amount of courage. This woman can go shopping anywhere in the city. In the world. She can walk into Saks Fifth Avenue like she owns the place and is not intimidated by anyone in there and is going to ask about this and try this on and look at this and, you know, and they're going to they treat her with royalty because of her courage and her passion and, the, and she just exudes uh, that self-confidence uh, and, it's, and, it's, and it's, so, it's so magnetic. She, and, and, and on the same note, she's not afraid to go to the swap meet in the hood. She'll go to the West End, where, you know, where all the, they're doing all kind of foreign exchanges over there in the parking lot and stuff, you know, in Greenbrier, you know. But, but her courage is, she's, she's not afraid. She's not afraid um, of anything. And, and as long as I, I can remember, she's always had that, that toughness about her. And, uh, and, and I want to thank you for, for imparting that in, in me, that, that toughness. Uh, uh, and that's one of the things I wanted to say. And another thing I wanted to say, you know, it was, it was scriptural, scriptural base. And, I, and I'm going to see if I can do it. I can see if I can do it. One of the scriptures that came to me was, all has sinned and come short to the glory of God. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Depart from evil and do good. Even a child is known by his doing. Fear not, for I am with thee. God is love. First John 4, 8, G, H. Uh, honor your mother and your father uh, so it may go well with you. H, I. Uh, and that's where, that's where I have to remember. I have to remember. It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. 
Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Keep your tongue from evil and, and lips from telling lies. Love the Lord God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength, with all of your mind. Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. In no one can serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and money. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to be angry. Rejoice in the Lord always and again i'll say rejoice that's a song <laughs> seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you trust in the lord with all of your heart Ooh, that one right there right there right there right there <laughs> trust in the lord with all of your heart lean not on to your own understanding with all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight direct your path direct direct your path you, unto us a child is born unto us a son is given very truly I tell you the one who believes has eternal life we love him because he first loves us examine yourselves to see whether you are in faith test yourselves your word is a lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path Zion heard and was glad. <laughs> My mom taught me the ABCs with scriptures. That's how we learned the That's how we learn our ABCs with scriptures. And I am forever grateful for the for the for what she deposited in me. And if I don't know how to do anything, I know how to read the word of God and how to apply it and I know how to worship the Lord with all of my heart because of what my mom gave to me also intercessory prayer uh, she is a she is the first <laughs> intercessor who, who taught me how to pray I, I'll tell you one more story I'm done uh, I remember when uh, I remember when my mom was, was not going to make it Ah, <laughs> got me. <laughs> I remember when my mom was, was not going to make it, and she was in a, a place, uh, she was in Hawaii, so, so we couldn't see her, we didn't have much communication with her, and, uh, and we almost lost her, and I can't, I can't remember, I know it was an attack, but I can't remember what exactly it was, what was that? Pancreatitis was getting ready to take her out. And, uh, and something happened to me. I remember, I remember she, was, she was interceding for my, uh, for my brother. And the level of intensity of warfare that she put up for my brother, she was, she was yelling out <laughs> these words, fight! <laughs> have you ever heard mom yell? Have you ever heard mom yell before? <laughs> and the way she wore, she, what she, what she was saying, fight! You know? And so I began doing some warfare uh, on behalf of her and something started happening to me from that day forward 
and I, I wrote songs because of it. Songs started being birthed. Some of the first songs that I've written were, were because of the intercession of, of warfare that she taught me. And I just wanted to, uh, to, uh, to admonish and, and say thank you so much for being who you are to me. I am your chocolate Godiva fine son. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, and I just want to take a second because I didn't get to this morning and I was trying to hurry up and do it, but I couldn't do it because I was moving all over the place. And I just wanted to uh, give you something and say that I love you. And I, <laughs> I love you and happy Mother's Day to you. Yes, yes, yes. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Judges 4, 17 through 23 says, Now Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. For there, she was, for there was peace between Jabin and the king of Hazar in the house of Habar the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master. Turn aside to me. Do not be afraid. And he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink. Then she covered him. He said to her, Now stand in the doorway of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires you and says, Is he anyone here? You shall say, No. Tell a lie, he told her. But Jael Heber's wife took a tent peg and seized a hammer in her hand and went secretly to him and drove the peg into his temple and it went through into the ground from his head. For he was, so, he was sound asleep and exhausted and now he was dead. Man, you hit him bars. You hit him bars. <laughs> so he died, and and behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said, "Come on in here, and I will show you the man who you've been seeking." And he entered her, and he entered with her, and behold, Sisera was lying dead with the tent peg in his temple. Here's the last one. So God subdued that day the enemy of Israel. That's good. Three things, so many more things. I could take about 17 things from each verse, actually. But three things that I take from my mama who taught me. Uh, man, you might, I might get myself. Don't do it. <laughs> Number one, and I think this is for all women, mother or not, but especially for mothers. Number one, act now, win now. Don't wait. Do it now. If my mama, man, if my mama did one thing, is she gonna do it now? And it don't matter if you want to. If she done called you, you in the middle of a meeting, and you in the middle of something. Uh-uh. She called. You got to do something about it now. But what what Jael did is she act now, win now. Number two, use what you got. My mama said, you got to use what you got to get what you want. I'm telling you, this is something my mama told me. <laughs> Some of us are make excuses about what we don't have. 
But we need to remember that the Lord wants to use what is already in your hand. Number three, the last thing that happened is God was honored. So whether it's something that you got to do or something that you got to get done, remember how you do it honors the Lord. That's a good question. Are you, is the way that you live, the way that you behave, the way that you pay your bills, the way you speak to your spouse, the way you uh, drive in your car, the way you approach your job and be on time or not, the way you do your hair, what kind of dress did you put on? Did you pull it all the way up to your good God blessings? Or do you, you know, you're not trying to let it, let it all hang out, Lord Jesus. Here's the question is, are you honoring God? I learned that from my mama. This morning, we have three types of people to pray for today. Um... I'm going to do the first one, and mom, you can do the last two. If you are someone who you heard these lessons today, the things that I took from my siblings and my husband is, number one, it was discipline. Toya talked about the, the, the purpose and the attitude with which you actually do discipline. But I think I'm, what I'm more um, aware of more and more is that everybody didn't get to be raised by Flynn and Carolyn. And you know what? And, and it makes me even more grateful for it, but also makes me aware of what things people need to learn and unlearn. So maybe it's either it's the way you have discipline, you've been torturing your poor children, you've been torturing your poor children. <laughs> or for those of you who may have been tortured by your mom. Or gener generosity. You either need to go and say thank you. You haven't said thank you enough because your mom has been so generous. Or you really didn't have a generous mom. Very aware of that this morning. Second, uh, Chris talked about courage and the word of God. Maybe your mom didn't give you the word of God and you feel like you missed some things. Or if you're a mom who really needs to bring the word of God more in how you are raising your children, um, we are speaking to you today. And lastly, those of you who have decided to honor, who need to honor God. Man, uh, the writer of Ephesians, probably Paul, who talked about honoring your mother and your father. That you, some of y'all days is going to be real short because you have not honored your mother and or your father. And today you need to make it a little bit different this morning. Those of you who were pricked a little bit or if you are aspiring, if you are inspired, or if you are convicted this morning, if you would, actually just, if you would, I don't, don't want to embarrass you, just slip your hand up this morning. If you, were, if you have aspired, you are inspired, or you are convicted, you can rain both, both of them if you would. I'm going to pray for you really quickly. And then we're going to pray for a couple more people. Father, in the name of Jesus, you were the one who chose our mother. We did not get to choose. And in that, Father, we honor you for making that choice. We honor you because you are the one who decided that we would come through those particular loins. 
And this morning, Lord, we honor our mother, and in, do so, in doing so, we honor you because it was your choice. Now, Lord, give us the act, give us the funds, give us the time, give us the creativity, the idea to turn the relationship around so that we can be the ones to be like Jesus who even in doing your first miracle, you didn't even want to do what your mama told you to do. Jesus, Lord, we follow you this morning and we, we, we become obedient and honor our mother. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to do that. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. and amen. Two more types of mom that mom and go ahead, mom, that we wanted to pray for this morning. I lost my mom in 2003 to cancer. I felt like it was an untimely death, but I'm not God. Some of you, this year was the first time, and this Mother's Day is the first Mother's Day, that you're without your mom. And I want to pray for you. Or, if you're still having a problem grieving, and there's still a place, a soft place, a wounded place still in your heart about your mom, the loss of your mom. I want you to stand on your feet. Either you lost your mom this last year or there's a soft, there's a wounded place in you still about your mom. If you would stand all over the building, male or female, doesn't matter. We're all somebody's child. That's why I can go to the hood without a problem, because I know they ain't no, nothing but somebody's child. <laughs> I want to offer a prayer for you this morning. There's nothing like a mom. No one could ever take that person's place. Some of you had great moms. Some of you, your moms weren't so great. Some of you learned a lot of things from your moms. Some, some of you would say, I didn't learn nothing from my mom. Some of you, your mom was there. Others of you, your mom wasn't there for you. Some of you had great memories. Others of you have very bad memories. Nevertheless, whichever it was or however it went down, if it wasn't for your mom, you would not be here. Let's level the playing field right off the bat. And if you can't say thank you for anything else about your mom, you need to be saying thank you that I'm alive because of her. I was looking at an article of how many people who um, had abortions, they, they, they had the choice to abort. 
and they didn't. Oprah was one of those people, her mother. And Steve Jobs was another. People that have changed the face of the earth, the mothers had a chance to snuff their light out. But your mom decided that you would live. No matter what she did, good, bad, or indifferent. And I need you to get an attitude of gratitude in your heart concerning your mom. Now, you might not have uh, had a chance to say what you needed to say to her. And Bishop has taught us that even if you have to write a letter and write it all out, and after that, let it go. Some of you probably still need to say some things that you did not get it all out. And as Bishop would say, find some of the leaders in this house and make sure that there is that process and that you take time to do those things because those things affect you for the rest of your days. The Lord said that you should honor them that your days may be long on the earth. He didn't say honor the bad ones and some of the good ones. He just said honor them. And some of you have put your own words in there. Well, what if? What if they, the relationship was not that good? But what if she did this or did that? I just heard uh, some of you even have sexual connotations there. Nevertheless, you can't answer for them, but you can answer for you. And so today, I need you to just open your heart to the Lord and ask him to come in and heal those places concerning your mom. Would you just bow your head right where you are? Father, I thank you for a wonderful day that we have honored mothers that are present right here. But these are ones who have lost their moms. Lord, that's a very tender place. And I ask that you would go into it by the Holy Ghost and begin to bring healing there. Father, you know how to swoop in and do what needs to be done. You know that some of them need counsel. They need grief counsel. They need someone to speak to. They need further healing. They need someone to touch those areas. Father, I'm asking you by the power of the Lord that forgiveness would come and that healing would come and that you would give the power that these who are standing here today to go on to be mighty parents and mighty examples in the body of Christ, having dealt with this issue concerning their mom. I thank you for every single mother that is represented. And I thank you for every single one of these children that stand today because of those moms. I bless these children and I bless, Lord, that you would even change their minds concerning their mothers, if it was ill. I thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to touch this area today. Thank you for their honesty and for their hearts being open. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone who agreed said, Amen. You may be seated.
one more area that Pastor Tiffany and I agreed, and I, I, I put all that stuff on her. I said, I'm going <laughs> to let you do it. Um, but we did come up with the same things. The, the world is in a very awkward place right now, and it's against uh, motherhood. It's not the same as it used to be. And abortion is something that's very popular. Warfare over it right now. People marching and going on, and it has been brought to the light. How many of you are aware of those issues? But today in our church, I want to recognize those of you who believe what God believes, and that is, he said children are a blessing. And um, I, have, I had a little chat with uh, a young lady not too long ago, and she said something absolutely wonderful. She said, I want to be a mother. I want to have a family. And I think this is the most, one of the most precious desires that there is. Those of you who would like to be married and would like to have children, if you have not been able to give birth, I want you to stand all over this building. And Bishop, I need, I need you to come help me pray because I need your authority on this one. <laughs> Let me shut the enemy up right now. Pumpkin was the first one stand. Let me shut the enemy's mouth. Well, she stood so many times before it hadn't done and it hadn't happened yet. I say what is the obvious, but guess what? God is still faithful. God is still on the throne and he still is making promises and he keeps them too. And I need you to agree with what the word of God says and not to be gossiping and speaking anything opposite. If you want to be pregnant, if you want to be married, if you have not been able to conceive, or if you're not married and you want to have children, I need you to stand on your feet. Just simply be obedient. Thank you, Lord. That freed something in here. Whereof I am glad. Uh, uh. You know, uh, that Christopher says I have that, uh, Tiffany says I have that, that now thing. We in it right now. That, that we're coming in the opposite spirit. What you see on television is the opposite of what Almighty God wants. Abortion is not what God has said. Abortion is still murder. It hadn't changed. There are extenuating circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I know all of that, but I know also what God has said. And we lean on the side that whatever God said, he's going to get it. Hallelujah. I need you to take courage right now. Some of you, uh, uh, but it hadn't happened right now. Don't let age be your cage. Don't let your own mouth self-sabotage you by the things that you have said. You might need to repent today. 
and say, Father God, help me, help me, God. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for standing. Thank you for wrestling with God and letting him win. It's okay. There's no condemnation in this house. Hallelujah. I concede to the bishop because he has the authority in this house. I am not the bishop. Anything that has two heads is a monster. That's what bishop taught us. Amen. Would you allow us to pray for you? Would you receive the word of the Lord today concerning uh, your birth and the ability to uh, be impregnated and bring forth the kingdom of God and other children that would be raised in the admonition of the Lord? Because that's our purpose, women. Amen? I want you to do a couple of things first. Um, those of you that are standing and some of you who are sitting. Um, I, for the last 24 hours, this is wrong in my head over and over again. <laughs> Dean came in today. I had to unload it on somebody. So I, I, I unloaded it on Dean. And uh, I said, hey, Dean, just answer a question for me. He says, uh, how do you celebrate Mother's Day and condone abortion at the same time. Wow. The reason why I'm saying this is because there's some repentance that should happen today. Those of you who have, in your ignorance or in rebellion or whatever it was that participated in abortion, I want you to know by the blood of Jesus Christ, your sin has been forgiven paid for and the Lord will see you just as if you never sinned that's number one let me try that again since I didn't get many much keep, keep that scripture up for me I, mean, I didn't get much response all any of you today who were participated in or encouraged an abortion which is the which is or paid for, which is the central, central area of warfare over our nation right now. I want you to know that the blood of Jesus Christ, we just celebrated his resurrection. It was about him taking all the punishment that that act would bring. He took it on himself so you and I would not have to live under it. Whether you paid for one, encouraged one or whether you whether you consented to one I want you to know that I, that repentance is available for you right now and if you would just be the Bible talks about confess our sin and believe forgiveness is given and God the Father takes it off your record and he decides to treat you like nothing ever happened. Is that incredible? Come on, all of the house, bow your heads today. Those of you that are joining us online, I want you to pray too.
because some of you may be laboring under this. Some of you have, have woken up hearing children screaming. Others of you have gone through mental torture because instead of walking into motherhood, you decided another decision. But I want you to know that when he hung there on the cross, every stripe he took, every ripping of his flesh, every beating, every beating that he took in his face, every nail, every spear, every thorn. God the Father was pouring out his wrath on Jesus for you. And all you have to do is receive, confess. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for those who rejected motherhood in spite of the circumstance or the condition, they rejected it. But Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for what was paid for by the blood of your son. I declare, I decree, I declare today that blood, that forgiveness over every person who confesses and repents changes their heart about it. I thank you for the peace that you bring, for the absolute forgiveness that now is poured out over every person participated in any way father in the name of Jesus the curse is broken I, I want you to, to raise your hands in this building and just begin to worship the Lord for a moment right here in thanksgiving because it is real what I'm saying to you and those of you that need that grace I want you to receive it Receive in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Lord, not only taking the guilt, taking the shame away, taking the after effects, taking it away by the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I praise you for this. If, if you receive that, clap your hands and just give him praise today. And know that the Lord knows who you are. He gives attention to you today. I want to say this because the Bible says it. He says, whoever sins you retain, they are retained. And whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. In the name of Jesus, you have been loosed and free from that sin according to your faith and your repentance. And those of you that want to be pregnant, well, um, I, I know I'm not praying for the Immaculate Conception. That was funny. So I'm, I'm not praying for you to be pregnant without a husband. I'm not praying for you to be pregnant without a husband. But you have to have a husband. Thank you, Lord. So those of you who want a husband, I know it's kind of embarrassing. 
But at least if I know who you are, I know who to hook you up with. Amen. Forgive me, but I, I, I know that I don't talk about this much, but in my conversations with the men in this house, and particularly the ones who are single, you know, I'm always talking to them about, you know, hey, you know, have you thought about so-and-so? But if you want to be married, and you're not ashamed, you're not ashamed that you want to be married. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm not sure. I don't, oh, yes, the cameras can't see you. They can only see this way, okay? I'll back up to be sure. So we won't be, it won't be like the dating thing online, okay? So all of you that want to be married, you really do, you really want to be married. Can I see your hands? You want to be married? Wow, I love it. Oh, I love it. By the way, we why this is so important because um, unfortunately, many today, many don't want to be married. Wave if you want to be married. Father, I know you see that hand. And I, I, I thank you, Father, that marriage is honorable as you've decreed in the scripture. And I thank you. I thank you that you are the one that provides husbands. Um, Father, I, I just declare in Jesus' name more marriages in the last half of this year than we've had in the last two years in the name of Jesus Christ and I thank you Heavenly Father for preparation that you've already begun to bring them through to be prepared for this change of life and this new level of promotion of life I thank you for it in Jesus name and everyone said amen all right now, now for the reason why you brought me here in the first place because um, this is kind of important I think I want to do that yeah if you want to have children and you've been hindered from having children uh, and you physically have you physically have the means to have children then I want you to I'm, I'm going to pray for you if, you, if, if you're not it's not too much of an imposition on you I want, to, I want to lay hands on you. I want you to come and just come to the middle aisle real quickly. And the rest of us are going to stand together in uh, faith with you. Can we do that today? That's a, it's a really big deal. It's a big deal. Amen. Some, some of the members are standing with you. That's a good thing, I think. Gene, are you coming to the... Oh, he's going to... Oh, yes, sir. Thank you for it. I'm always talking to Gene because I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging Gene. Amen. Stretch your hands towards these, would you please? Those that want to have children. God is so good. Um, so, that, so that there won't be any misunderstanding online or anything else. Uh, <laughs> say it again, please. Yeah. So there's no, mis no misunderstanding online or anything like that. We're praying that they would be fertile, that, they, that God would cause conception. Amen conception with their husbands, conception with their wives, that God would open their wounds and that, and that the Lord would be so good to do that. Praise the Lord. He's so, God is so awesome. And uh, yes, there have, been, there have been several that the Lord has done this in us praying for them. And, uh, and while we will pray for you, um, you receive faith to believe. I need that scripture now. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. It's very powerful. 
Hebrews 11, 11 says this, by faith, even Sarah, I believe that's important. It says even Sarah, because she was how old? She was 90 when she got pregnant, 90 years old. What? When even Sarah herself received ability to conceive even beyond the proper time of life. Since she considered him, that is God, since she considered God faithful who had promised. This is about the one who promised. Ready? Lift your hands. I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus. I anoint you in the name of the Lord. I thank you, Lord, for receiving the ability, receiving the ability to conceive in the name of Jesus without fear, without guilt, not at all. This is not a curse. All curses are broken because of Christ Jesus. So do not consider yourself cursed. Sins are forgiven so you don't have to go back and let the enemy fool you into thinking that you don't deserve. That is a lie. Christ Jesus is the one who makes you worthy. I lay my hands on you in the name of Christ. Amen. That you would impart the ability to conceive. I thank you for this, Father. and just begin to bless the Lord and just begin to thank you. Father, I thank you today. On this day we celebrate mothers. On this day that we defy the nation's confusion. To, on this day that we acknowledge the creation of, of Almighty God and the whole phenomenon of birth. We thank you and praise you for it, Father. The mighty miracle of birth that you put inside of us. And I thank you for releasing that today in the name of Jesus. I give you all the praise and I give you all the thanks and it's in joy do we receive it and all God's people said amen clap your hands and give him praise